Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Brittany in studio today. Yeah, baby. Really? Sorry, I'll go home. But then, I'm going <laughs> to head back to the house. Is that the tickets? Is that how it's all going to go? Yeah, yeah, it took me forever to get here, too, because 212 was... The traffic was horrible Thank this morning. You. Thank you. I almost mm-hmm. texted you guys that I'm going to be late, and then I realized they don't even know I'm coming in, so it'll be a happy surprise. <laughs> well, it wasn't a happy surprise. It was a surprise. Mm, no. I don't know about happy, but... No, it was so packed, it was unbelievable. And a lot of what, uh, AJ, what you were talking about, people coming on the freeway at either 90 or 30. I love mm-hmm. the people that uh, that go on at 90. Well, they, unless they're, of course, right on your ass when they're doing yeah, it. Frankly, if you're emerging at that speed, I'll get out of your way happily. <laughs> Listen to you, God. No, it, uh, there was a ton of traffic this morning. I know. Um, I did see, we were mentioned this, there was a giant dead deer on the side of the road, and then a cop had pulled over the two cars that obviously had been affected by that. So I think mm-hmm. that was the problem. What are you going to do? And we talked about uh, Kevin McHale earlier. A listener chimed in with a story about when he met Mr. McHale. Mm-hmm. said he was on a flight to Phoenix, and this is where uh, Cletus, it looks like. Um, anyway, he was on a flight going to Phoenix, and he said people were going by giving Kevin McHale high fives and saying hello and things like mm-hmm. that. And he goes, we were getting off, and I say to him, hey, aren't you the guy from Cheers? McHale's wife laughs, but he McHale wasn't happy about it, and so he asked him to make a video of his friend's dad's for because of his birthday, say hi, he's a huge fan, and he said he did not make the video, and he did not want, or he did it, but he did not want to do it. So he said he got a little pushback Why? from McHale. On Why is he Cheers like that? Joke. I don't know. If you're known for being like one of the greatest basketball players of all time, Which and somebody goes is. up, it goes, no doubt about aren't it. you that guy from Cheers? Oh, <laughs> come on. It's funny. Little, I probably will a little say, annoyed. It's, I, will, I agree with Tevin on this. It was a weird tactic to then ask for a video right. after you jokingly insult somebody. Look, I cannot tell you how many times they come up, hey, aren't you Tony Bernard? Yeah, laugh it up, pal. It's my brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or Todd Bernard yeah. or Troy Bernard. Yeah, or who, yeah uh, that's hilarious. Leave me alone. What, what if somebody was like, hey, Dave Ryan, what's up? We make a video for my mom. And I don't like even know a... who that is. Yeah, you do. I do? Dave Ryan from... The KDWB. Oh, that's... Yeah. No, I don't know him. All right. Or somebody was like, oh, you look like the guy from the from Up. Do you, can you take... Can Which you... one is that now? <laughs> Which guy upper. are you talking about? The, the, the old cartoon man. You look like the guy from Up. Everybody, the listeners will agree. 
Anyway. What are you talking about? Yeah, okay. what are I you think talking Dave, about? I think Dave Bialki's on the phone. We can get to You know what we should do? Was we should get Tevin the starring role in the Sammy Davis Jr. story. Because you look so much First like. of all, that's, Brittany wants to laugh so bad. <laughs> I don't even does. know what the hell you're talking okay, about. Okay, so he's talking about an animated film called Up. Oh, but he didn't yes. even mention that was an animated film. So I was like, Tom Oh, the guy in the ch- he's in a wheelchair or something? Yeah, and he's with the balloons. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. So I just knew that I could cue up Tom's memory, but I refused to because... Because I thought it'd be really funny to watch you guys struggle. Also, you had to say that you look like an old man character, which I knew was going to be a rough experience. So that was my <laughs> enjoyment just I've now. I've said worse, and I've made it through. So we're we're so, doing all right. The only well, thing we'll this, see how it goes in the future, but you know, this is true. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I don't think you look like the guy from Up at a all. A little bit. No, a little bit. If I'm the remembering correctly, the guy has the big glasses and the scrunchy face. Tom doesn't have any of that. Yeah. yeah. Don't try to leave me out on this island. No. Okay, it's maybe it's not a great reference. See, but show I, him the photo. <laughs> no, because I look like I'm wrong. I'm wrong now, but I'm going to stand by it just off. Well, as a matter of fact, you've pushed it to, to the point now. I've now hired an attorney. Mm-hmm. On the phone, joining us live now, Dave Bialki. Dave, can I sue Tevin? I, it's not my area of practice. You know, like we're, <laughs> we're, 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 you know i I got to gently push away from that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to work comp injury and then... <laughs> You got a workers' comp injury. I'm happy to represent you. That's what I do. What's up? The rest of it, you're on your own. We are talking to a man, ladies and gentlemen, who, like me, has a wife that's far too good for him. So we do have that in common, Dave. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, we're, we're both, we have the same trials and tribulations from that. People think it's a, you know, it's it's great, but it's not always that way. <laughs> no, you're, you know, they, no, never mind. I don't even go down that. There, there's some people don't <laughs> like it. They don't like it. It's like, well, how did you get in that club? It's like, shut up. Leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> That's what they say. They think it's great. But, you know, you and I have talked about this before. Every time there's an argument between us two and a fa- one of my family members is around, they always take her side. It doesn't matter. It could be as obvious as, you know, whatever, but they always take her side because, you know, it's who she is. It is understandable. So how's biz for you these days, Dave? Things, uh, well, I, See, you can't say to a lawyer, a personal injury lawyer, or any lawyer, well, how's it going today? You, is it a great day? You're making some dough, so you can't. You just can't even <laughs> reference that, can you? Exactly. It's like an orthopedic surgeon. Oh, how, how's today? Any broken bones come in? You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I make my living on other people's <clears throat> un, unfortunate injuries at work, but you know that's what they need someone to help them out. That's what I do. So you know, business is steady as usual. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Now, for people who are listening who might have a, a problem, how do they get a hold of you? What's it all about? Is it a long, drawn-out problem? See, that's the one thing I'm asking personally. When, when somebody signs up, do, do the, the rule makers, do they try to make it as long and drawn-out process as they can to figure you're just going to give up eventually? Do they still do that kind of thing? Oh, they do it uh, yep. frequently. And the insurance companies, they try to you know, make it as long and painful as possible for yep. people just to walk away. And that, I had many claims over the years that I've had either clients that said, I, I'm sick of this, I just, just, you know, can I just walk away? So of course you can, but you really don't want to. Uh, but the insurance companies also do it before they ever see an attorney. You know, you, people get injured at work. You don't just go to an attorney right away because the insurance company starts paying weekly benefits and medical benefits and so forth. But then down the road, they drag it out and they, want the people just to say, I'm done with this, and they just walk away, and that's, then they've won out. 
Mm. Yeah, that is very true. Has personal injury gotten better? Has it got uh, by better? I mean lessened. Has it has it gotten bigger? There are more people, obviously, doing different things. Are we a safer society than we used to be as far as the workplace is concerned? How have things changed in like the last 20, 30 years? Well, I've been doing this for 31 years. So I, I have seen changes in my career. And I will say that, yes, workplaces are safer Good. these days. I mean, uh, injuries do occur. They occur regularly. But if you turn the clock back to the years in the past, uh, yes, we are a safer uh, society. There's, just, there's a lot of injuries that uh, there's really no way to get around them, like you know, repetitive injuries to knees and, and shoulders and so forth. They, they will happen. But other uh, traumatic injuries certainly uh, are fewer now than they were years ago. I've, I've seen it, and I'm sure even before I did this, they were there was a much uh, uh, you know, more significant injuries out there on a regular basis. So can I sue if the people on this show hurt my feelings? Oh. Oh, I, you know, you, you'd be suing every day from what I see. Oh, <laughs> Dave. Every day, you know, baby. But, and the thing is, I, I think that you're, you know, you're probably a, you know, a little bit uh, softer out there, you know, but they take you as you are. So if you're the eggshell type, you know, that one little thing puts you over the edge, they, they take you as you are and you're, you know. So, oh, that's uh, a good yeah, thing. So, <laughs> that being said, uh, emotional distress, um, if, it, it is a work injury. Sometimes can be very difficult to prove because we have yeah. we're bombarded everywhere in life with various uh, uh, with various you know things that hit us, and then we have to deal with them. But theoretically, is it out there? Yes. As a practical matter, emotional distress without something really significant is is a pretty much an uphill climb. Dave, do some people not like to claim? Well, you know, I know I got hurt at work, I broke my ankle or whatever, but I don't, I don't know if I want to go. Are some people reluctant to kind of? And I'm talking about protect themselves. They're kind of like, well, just I want to stay. Even though I'm the one that got hurt, I don't want to cause trouble. Minnesotans can kind of be like that, can't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They, I have discussions with my clients all the time. I say, it's your claim. You, you know, you do what you want to do, whether it's go forward with it or not. Uh, but your employer has insurance for a reason because it's required by the law, and you're injured. Uh, you know you have to take care of yourself. Now, workers' comp is a no-fault system, meaning it doesn't matter how the injury occurred, whether it was 100% the employer's fault or the 100% the employees, or somewhere in between. The the benefits are the same, and it can be very difficult to convince people that you know, hey. It, it, it is what it is. You got injured. You know, you can either walk away from it and then later likely regret that you walked away or you did something about it. You know, you maximize whatever benefits the system has. A lot of, a lot of benefits the system doesn't have, but at the same time, it is, it's the best we got. So we have to deal with it. And you're kind of touching on this, the idea of walking away. So is there anything available for people if, like, let's say I have an accident at work and I think it's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, and like a year down the line, I'm not. Can people retroactively do anything about that, or is it just once that's shut, that's shut? Uh, they can, but then there, you can uh, be dealing with notice issues. You can be dealing with statute of mm-hmm. limitations issues that, uh, you know, if you don't give notice and you don't file your claim, and then, you know, months down the road, oh, by the way, I got injured back in February. Well, you never gave notice. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was... 
I just didn't want to. Well, that's the worst answer is I didn't want to. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple ways around it. If it's insignificant injury, you know, we, we have, especially if you work in a construction, you know, a trade or something, they have little, you know, aches and pains all the time. So it wasn't anything significant. And, hey, this little, you know, twinge I had in my back, I just didn't think anything of it until later on it became more significant. Well, then we can get around it that way. But generally, if you're hurt at work, you got to tell someone. That's, that's the best rule from the start. Okay. That makes total sense. You know, I, I bet you there's still people out there that think, oh, I, I don't want to do this. I know I got hurt at work and it wasn't my fault and I should file a claim, but I don't want to stir the pot because they'll fire me. You can't get mm-hmm. fired over, over filing a claim. I got to believe you're better protected than that. Uh, you are. Now, Good. Good. you can be fired for other reasons, but... Uh, you talk about me personally? <laughs> you, you and anyone else, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you file a claim, you cannot be fired because you filed a claim. Now, employers can, you know, if they're unhappy, then they'll they'll start, you know, bringing up other reasons why we were th- we were thinking of firing them a year ago or a month ago or whatever. And they they can come up with the reasons, so it might be difficult. But under the law, uh, you cannot be fired just for filing a claim. See, I think some people are afraid of that. It's like, well, you know, they're going to end up hating my guts, and they're going to all turn on me, and then I'm, I'm never going to have another mm-hmm. peaceful day at work. They can't do that to people, can they? Uh, you know, theoretically, theoretically they can't, but employers do do that. Uh, you know, the real world is is things like that happen. It's very unfortunate. And, but I do understand why people are reluctant to make claims for those reasons. And I, you know, I, I school them as to what, I, I'm thinking, and they make their own decision because, you know, it's their claim, it's their life. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here for a reason when I'm representing them. Well, and I'll say this. I've known you for quite some time now, and it's uh, one of those situations where um, you're a very even keel guy. I've never seen you get way over the top angry, way over the top happy. You're a very even keel guy, so if somebody's going to come and see Dave Bialke, they're going to need an even keel guy who knows what the hell he's doing, uh, you're going to help them out. I just some people are still afraid of lawyers. I guess. Well, they are. Uh, we can be intimidating at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether sometimes not, even if we don't mean to be intimidating, we can be uh, intimidating to them. They, uh, yeah. It, it, the problem with lawyers, well, there's many, but one that I'm going to touch on is typically you're dealing with a lawyer at a at a tough time in your life. Okay, whether it be, you know, family law or criminal law or, you know, other areas. In my area is workers' compensation, which is you're injured at work, whether it be a specific injury, you fell off a ladder, or something that your shoulder is killing you from, you know, working as a carpenter for 35 years. These type of things, it's not a pleasant time. And so you're dealing with with now you have a lawyer in your your life, which you didn't, it's not like you just went out one day, hey, I want to have a lawyer in my life. <laughs> no, it, it happens because it happens. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. it can be a tough time. Well, Dave, I want to check in with you once in a while and see, uh, you know, how things are going with, with, with everybody. Are there periods mm-hmm. in the year that tend to be not really dangerous? For, are there more injuries any particular time of the year? I suppose the bigger, busier the business gets, the more likely someone might run into something. But is there a particular time of the year where it's like, oh, God, I, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, well, there, is there one period where it just ha- happens to go on that people get injured more often? Uh, winter tends to be a yeah. Uh, the people that are working tend to get injured more because of you know ice and other you know conditions. Mm-hmm. Summer, 
there's more people working, especially in the trades. So they kind of balance each other off. There's reasons for, for you know, more in the summer and in the winter, so they kind of balance themselves off. I get calls from people you know, right around this time into November when people are laid off. Oh, they sure. A, you know, they had an injury from before, and the employer was accommodating that, you know, 30-pound lifting restriction or 20-pound, you know, overhead restriction or something like that. Then the employer was accommodating them, but now they're laid off. And they're like, what do I do now, just go on unemployment? Well, I, you know, I encourage them to call me because workers' comp benefits can continue uh, if you're laid off. And that can be actually a pretty significant benefit. So, I, you know, I get a lot of calls this time of year for that, and I encourage people to do that, to call me. I think it's a wonderful deal. I know we only got about one minute left, but I tell you, AJ and Tevin and I would all like to answer, have to have you answer a question. The three of us would like to file a suit against Brittany for making us feel bad. Can we do that? Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I, I would like to counter Sue uh, Bielke, and I'm already <laughs> at, too bad. We, we already got the best re- in the biz with Dave Bielke. Yeah. So I'm retaining you right now, so. Oh, okay. Well, we will counter Sue your counter Sue. Oh no, <laughs> Bielke, get ready for some paperwork. Right. Well, hey, as long as I come out in the end, it's all good. Exactly, all right. Dave. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, call me at 763-571-2410 or look me up online, bielkelaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E law.com. I got a website. You can click on there and get a hold of me. Magnificent. Come back soon, Dave. Thank you. I'll look forward to it. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Dave Bielke, ladies and gentlemen. Brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bielke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Go to B-I-A-L-K-E law.com. Tell them Tommy sent you. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting business, I bet. First of all, a lot of people are kind of afraid of attorneys, don't you think? Yeah, especially here in Minnesota, it's kind of looked yeah, at like, yeah, right. I don't want to, like you were mentioning, I think that stigma is is very apparent here in the Midwest of like, first off, I'm fine, don't make a big deal about it. Right. And then secondly, like we don't need to get a lawyer involved kind of feel. That's a Minnesota deal, isn't it? Totally. I wonder why that is, what we don't. We don't want all this. Look, you got hurt at work. You got to protect your family. I know. Yeah. Right? Well, the retaliation is definitely a real thing because obviously yeah. they can't fire you because you, you know, sued them. But I worked for a guy once that there was an employee that he wanted to fire but didn't have reason. And he was like, well, I'm just going to make his this job as uncomfortable as oh, possible yeah. for that employee I've seen until that. they decide <laughs> to quit. And so you get people that are like that, which is unfortunate. It really is. I just, yeah, but I, I've known Dave for a long time. He's a hell of a good lawyer, and that's why we had him on, because he just, I've had people mention it to me lately. That's why I asked him, because this time of the year is when personal injuries, for some reason, uh, escalate. Yeah. I, I don't know why the hell that, I suppose it is because of the, you know, the ice and the snow that's coming yeah. and all the rest of it. That's, that's probably true. But, yeah, I've had a few people, and I said, hey got to call Dave about it because he's really good at that whole situation. Just protect yourself. That's it. Right? A thousand percent. And like he said, at least report the injury right away. And if you need to go back to it, you have it on record. It's so important. Well, like you just hurt my feelings and I'm going to sue. I actually have a log going of every time you guys hurt my feelings. So don't worry. Is it loaded for bear? It's loaded for bear. It is. It's just Packed, jam-packed. I'm literally, every time I leave here, I have a diary input that says, they have my feelings. <laughs> you know what else happened? Exactly.
Exactly but it right there. I do want to go back to Tevin calling you an old man character. Let's kind of revisit yeah, that. I love how she just, like, can we back the bus up over Tevin and deflect from yeah, my... Well, we probably right. should. That was a master class. <laughs> we did have one listener that said they agreed with me and one that said they agreed with Brittany, so it could, it is open for interpretation. It's up the, right up and the And it's middle. not a bad thing. Everybody loves the guy from up. Um, I'm going to show you a picture just so you can get irate. It looks nothing like you at all. It could be an it AI. It just has a guy has white hair. Why don't you kiss my See? ass? I didn't know that's who you were talking about. That's yeah, that looks just like me. Yeah, I literally no about it. couldn't okay. look less like him. He's got a scrunch in, face and glasses. In my defense, I don't have a lot of like characters like that on the tip of my tongue. So it was just the first one that came to mind. I was under pressure. I needed to throw something out there. It didn't work. Did Not know? everything sticks, Tom, guys. <laughs> Tom's eyebrows also don't take up half of his face. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other <laughs> yes, part. Yes, exactly. let's revisit. Yes, it just looks to yeah, make you more irate. Look at buddy. those eyebrows. Yes, those are definitely, uh, who's the Levy? Eugene Levy. Those are definitely are him. But uh, Goddamn caterpillars right there, sir. Those are caterpillars. Okay, I will go back and brain, we'll workshop it. We'll come back with a better comparison. Okay, rerun. Anyway. <laughs> He's a great character, though. You would, uh, I personally. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you don't get to now talk nice about the Up character after you just destroyed him. Um, first off, uh, the movie Up will make you ball within the first That is five a great minutes. movie. See, it's it a is. great so movie. It was a compliment. I, I thought you were talking about the Edward Asner character. That's his Ed Asner. Oh, it is it Ed Asner? Yeah. I thought he looked different than that. No. Uh, I mean, I that's. But at least he looked like a human, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that he, you know. He's the. Um, he vocalizes Carl Fredrickson. It vocalizes. I did, like it. Have you heard the news about. Because you're a big Shaft fan from back in the day. Who's a private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks? <laughs> Shaft! Damn right. Um, well, did you hear Richard Roundtree passed away? No! I loved Richard Roundtree. Yeah. I told you my great experience my first day in Jacksonville, Florida. I went to see Shaft. Mm -hmm. And it was the second one. I think it was the second Shaft. I went down to the Jacksonville Theater downtown, which is an island. Uh, downtown Jacksonville is an island. And I went to see Shaft in Africa or Shaft. or There were about three or four of them, something like yeah. that. So I go in there, and the movie had already started, so I just sit down and all the rest of it. The movie ends, I get up, I am the only honky in the entire movie theater. And I just got to come along, man, you must be new to town. <laughs> and I was, it was true. <laughs> yeah. I think the implication was, don't come down here to watch yeah. movies. Yep, not a lot of white people probably <laughs> visited that theater. Yeah, it looks like he I was loved it. 81 years old and was battling pancreatic cancer. Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry to hear that. He was a hell of a talent. Why did he stop working all those years ago? Was he just locked in on that Shaft character? I have no idea. There's a lot of actors that are like that. Where they <clears> get yeah. Locked into a certain role and it's hard to shake. He has a certain character. That's very true. We have to take a break, but we'll be right back. More talk about Shaft. Damn right. I love that. I sincerely do love that, by the way. I love those movies. A bad mother shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth while I'm talking about Shaft. Then we can dig it. <laughs> So good. What a great song. All right, we'll be right back right after this. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre, and that's not, I'm not just making that up. I've known them for a long time. Because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians, they're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. 
Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. We're here, ladies and gentlemen, trying to make money for a rerun in Brittany. And... (laughs) You got to look the, up the picture of Rerun. What do you mean he learned? We got to listen to Carson. You look nothing like Rerun. You look exactly like Rerun. He is a large black man, and not large as muscular, large <laughs> as important. Tell me you don't look like Rerun. I'm going to yeah. pull up his dance. You probably think all black people look alike, don't you? Oh, there it is. There it is, right there. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, I got to read a spot, and then we'll come back and insult everyone. Tom, here, I just. <laughs> I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I am a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, and brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds. After months of struggling, I wanted to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Well, great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success. And I'm being sincere there. I'd like whenever anybody has success, I like that. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It is so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation. Learn about the program. You don't have to take time off of work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it's a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. Let them know that Tom sent you. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ah, uh, we're back to hammer each other, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I will respond to your uh, emails and messages. Yes, we should put up a picture of Ed Asner and rerun and say it's Tevin and Tommy. <laughs> yes, that's going to be our Halloween costumes this year. <laughs> exactly. We right. just watched the rerun dance. Just Google rerun dance. It's on uh, what's happening. It is amazing. And like... Yes. Even though we can make fun of whatever, you can, I, I can't dance never, like that. I could Absolutely never. Absolutely not. He Hell literally no. falls to the ground and shoots back up. He and it has these kicks that would blow your mind. And the cardio alone on that. Yeah. What are he, and he weighs like, what, 350? He's not small. He's not a small guy, man. I remember him looking bigger, though. I feel like the oh, outfit yeah. doesn't help. He's not no. as big as I remember him. No, being. not in that picture. You're right. And like maybe that's also just like how big America's gotten, like where we are used to bigger people. But like back then, I thought no he doubt. was huge. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Have they ever done a study on? And I'm not singling anybody out here, but I just noted a big difference. Does birth control cause women to gain weight? I think there is the hormonal aspect. Yeah, it of seems it, like it. But <clears throat> I, I don't know if that's the big contributor. Of. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but again, men have gotten bigger as well. But I, when I was a kid, women were nowhere near as big as they are now. Yeah, and something's causing is not all of a sudden. Oh, well, we're going to eat more. That's not what it is. It's something else. Yeah, well, and it kind of like shifts because way back in the day, people were if you were bigger, it was like a sign of wealth because you had yeah, that's right. Food, and that's then right. it was oh well, now everybody needs to be smaller to fit a certain type of narrative, and then. Yep. Now, even in today's world where Lizzo kind of made it cool again for you yeah, know, bigger, plus-sized women to you know flaunt what they got. The biggest thing that, at least this is what I've looked into with like weight stuff, is that cheap food is made with things that fill yeah, you up. That's and it's, true. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's easier to grab. It's whatever. It's like those fillers. We talked about this back in the day eating corn syrup or corn was a novelty. That's why they made mm-hmm. candy corn. Like right. it was like a joke. It was the only yeah. thing they said they <laughs> sold to pigs or they fed to pigs to make them fatter. And so it was like, oh funny, we're eating this pig food. Ha ha ha, you know? Um and now it's used so often in things and it's the easiest grab and it just is a lot of stuff that's meant to fatten people up. But I don't understand and it's men and women. I'm just not singling out women. Yeah. Uh in, in particular, but they're they're a lot bigger than they used to be. Yeah. There were, I'm sorry. There's something else going on here. And I'm just wondering if it's some kind of medication. I mean, look what we just went through with all these big, you know, pharmacy companies. Yeah. They've been screwing people over for years yeah. with their phony crap and whatever. I'm just wondering. There's got to be a couple things out there that, and, and, and it's not just because people are a little heavier. They're like twice as big as they oh, used yeah. to be. And also you have to keep in mind the activities now that we do are all sedentary, like almost all the streaming, all the computer stuff. That's all the a sitting big part of it, probably. Is, you know, it's not as like forcing you to be active. I mean, I pay a lot of money to be active, which is so silly. I know that. Like, I know that. But I like 
don't have the kind of mindset to say, I'm going to go play outside. And that's like on me. I like don't have the like, I'm going to, my husband grew up up north. He loves walking around our yard and like picking things up and like mm-hmm. doing little projects. I don't have, I need a straight up lady to yell at me on a treadmill, mm-hmm. like to get that go. I mean, Double time. you piece of crap. Yeah. And I'll say, I know. Um, was that Alex going with you? Yep. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's just really funny. Like even the way we grew up was so different. Like he loves at the after dinner, he loves to go walk around our yard and like slowly pick up dog poop and like do activities. And I'm always like, I'm gonna not do that. Yeah, well, there you go. Look, I, I, and I'm, let me be very clear. I am not criticizing the people themselves. I'm criticizing what might be happening to them. Yeah, that's the part I don't like. Is yeah, I I don't take drugs. I do THC. You know, that's the one that I do to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't take any other drugs. I just don't trust drug companies anymore. Yeah, I mean, look at what Pfizer's up no. to right now. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's scary. The birth control thing is really alarming because there's just a lot there, right? Like, we don't, I don't know where to fall. I've been off birth control for a long time. When I found out how infertile I was, I was annoyed at how long I've been taking birth control. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. I'm like, I could have been having yeah. so much more unprotected sex. <laughs> no doubt about it. Thanks. Yeah, but you didn't do it. You didn't. You didn't make the move because you thought it was a wise decision. Yeah, I mean, I still made a little bit of the moves. But, like, it's just funny where you go, I've been off for so long, I forget how that feels. It'd be interesting to have people call in. I, it takes a long time for your body to get back to normal. I used to never have, like, this is probably oh, TMI, really? but, like, normal periods. Yeah. And now I've been off my birth control. It's, like, way more normal and for me. And, like, I feel like – but I also – I wouldn't – it's been so long since I haven't been on hormones for having kids, so I don't really know. I don't really know what's normal in women anymore. Well, anything about you is not normal anyway. That's also probably a I'm just little here to accurate. Tell you. It's just the way it is. What the hell were you laughing about in there? I was laughing at the listeners emailing in because oh, it, great! It, it was <laughs> incredible. Just like back to back to back, people piling on, and be like, you know what? Yeah, Tevin does kind of look like rerun. <laughs> What the hell is wrong Touchdown. with Touchdown! This is unbelievable. Touchdown! Okay, guys. Yeah, people, Black baby. people do not all look alike. Brandon get... wrote something really nice. Oh, perfect. Let me hear that. I need some Kevin looks like a ripped rerun. Yes, I'll take that. That's not I'll bad. That. And that was but... immediately followed up by Darren saying, okay, Tevin, Tom is right. You do look like a rerun. Sorry, Damn bro. It. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay. Let's, let's, so... Because everybody, and it's not just black people, but like white people, everybody <clears throat> has those moments where you're like, oh, like, Brittany, you look like so-and-so and so-and-so. But, like, I get so many drastic ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Like, they'll be like, you look like Drake. You look like Denzel Washington. I'm like, those two don't look anything alike. <laughs> Nothing like, alike. Okay. There are attributes you just grab onto. And one was you grabbed yes. onto Tom just being older. Correct. Like, with and white hair. Low-hanging fruit. I always Low-hanging get... Low-hanging <laughs> I always get... Anybody with eyebrows, anybody who's got like eyebrows that you can see, I get. I've gotten this like last week. I got Julia Fox. Somebody said you look just like Julia Fox, which I do not. I don't know who that is. She dated Kanye for a little bit. She just wrote a book. Uncut gems. Uncut gems. What? Uncut gems. I was Adam Sandler movie. I was amused. And then I get Lake Bell all the time. This actress. Because of her eyebrows. It's only because of her eyebrows. Look her up, Lake Bell. You know who I thought when I first met you? Hmm. Alexandra Daddario. 
Okay. Is that the Schitt's Creek lady? No, that is um, Percy Jackson slash True Detective slash. Oh, the one from. Um... She was just on uh, the HBO White Lotus. Yeah, I didn't watch that, but uh, yeah. Yes, I've gotten her before, like the White Lotus, because just again, it's the eyebrows. Like anything with brown hair and eyebrows. <laughs> and I bet you, AJ, you get a lot of people because of your hair. Do you get a lot of like celebrity lookalikes? <laughs> oh no. Um, I get like Fat Jesus a lot. <laughs> I'm fat. Or, like, I wanted, Jack, Jack I wanted to say it, but I was like, I, it might be a sensitive Jack, subject. I've been, I've been told Jack Black a couple times. Oh, okay. Okay. Just because the longer hair. Yeah, yeah I think it's it only the longer hair because, like, you don't. But, yeah, I think it's funny. We all grab onto an attribute, and it's mm -hmm. like, we have to make it work. I don't look like anybody. Seriously, I I don't look like any, like, movie stars or any of that stuff. It's so hard for me to, because I've known you for so long at such like, a young age that you were a celebrity in my mind. So I don't know. Yeah. There's somebody you have to look like. We'll have to talk to Jerry because Jerry is the king of doppelgangers. I swear. What do you mean, the Jerry, the Jerry from uh, Walzer? Yeah, like he's I don't know. How, I don't know how he's still like how he manages to do his job there because all he does is take like he'll take pictures or show pictures of people like <laughs> this person looks just like this person. Like Jerry, you're 100 percent right, but also let's get back to work. Where the hell are the, the, the ribs, Jerry? Ribs, that Jerry. More importantly, the truffle cookies. Yeah. Oh, both of those, I would just boy can cook. Yeah, he needs to start his own food truck or catering company or something. No doubt about it. Are there any more? No, no. Damn it! I was hoping there'd be several Yeah, hit us with your best doppelganger. Winner gets some prize. We'll get a pen from the studio or something. I don't look anything like this guy, but some people, what the hell's the guy's name? He's on all, he's on Deadwood. He's and he look, he looks kind of Italian. Some people think I look like him, but I don't think I look anything like him. And I can't remember his name anymore. There was a celebrity we'd once talked about. Oh, the guy with the the insane mustache. Maybe it's the blue eyes. It's not. I hope it's not Leon Rippy. No, it's not I, Leon Rippy. It's a he actually he looks very Italian. Actually, he's got brown eyes. Ian so. McShane. Yes, that's exactly no. Yeah. There's no, no shot. Way. People I, say I know like Ian McShane. They do. You guys, real talk. He kind of does look like Ian McShane. Oh, look at I? this picture. That like that looks like a young Tom with that eyebrow. No. Why does it have to be not. young Tom? Okay, do I have to state it that this man is yeah, obviously Brittany, why is younger he young than Tom? Because <laughs> I have eyes and a heart. Like I don't know if you have a heart. But we're still. A, it's a different argument. It's still up for debate. I suppose it's true, but yeah, I, I just I don't know. I don't have a lot of people that I look like. Most of it. So who do they say you look like? They look like who? Um, I've been told Drake, uh, one lady at a Perkins restaurant when I was in high school told me I looked like Denzel Washington. <laughs> a she young ever Denzel. Seen that? That's the first black person I've ever yeah, seen. I, I remember, and at the time, I want to say I had an afro. Oh, God, and you had an I afro. I remember looking at this lady being like, uh, you, this, am I the only black person you've seen? Have you seen two? It's me and Denzel. <laughs> like, is that why you think this? I like that call. Yeah. Will Smith's son is another one that I've gotten before. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, you Jaden? No, the non-famous one that was a football player. Oh. Uh, somebody wrote Bill Parcell. You look like Bill Parcell. Yeah, I've heard that okay. before that I do yeah. look like only Bill Parcell. Only in Parcells. this photo, like a little bit right there, like without the nose. <laughs> Got a bigger nose. He does. He does. I've heard that before with Bill Parcells. I forgot about that. Yeah. Anyway, back to content. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Oh, I love it when people text in, call in, whatever. I love it when our audience responds to things like that. It makes me happy. 
Yeah, we got a lot of good stories in Tom's news stories if you need any. Don't uh, try to become the pushing me in a certain direction. Don't tell me how to don't do it. Don't tell me how to do it. Sickens it sickens me. It does sicken me. You want me to go Tom's news stories? Yeah, we, AJ yeah. and I put in a bunch there, of good stories. Why do you leave me out? Did you I put, put in some? I put at least four in. Oh, I'm sorry. While, while you guys are pulling that up, Officer Dave wrote in. He said he gets either a cartoon character or Brock Lesnar a whole lot. Oh, yeah, Brock oh Lesnar, definitely. Brock Lesnar is spot on for Brock. <laughs> it is true. Although Brock would have to probably put on a few pounds of muscle to Honestly. look like Officer Dave. It's probably true. Can you imagine him pulling you over? No, I'd be like, you're right, Officer. Oh. Just come to the window with the ticket so I could leave. <laughs> exactly. I, had an, I had a police officer who weighed 100 pounds, maybe soaking wet. And he was definitely 10 years my junior. And I still acted like he could take me in. A, you know, I mean, like, I'm terrified of any police. I mean, you know, like, I miss, want to show my hands. Yes, sir. No, sir. And it felt very odd telling a 25-year-old, yes, sir. No, sir. <laughs> like, but you got to. You got to with a police officer. Oh, I know, Scott. Yeah. We're talking about a guy that's on the show. He's on uh, every Friday with Josh Arnold on the Family Podcast. Uh, officer Dave is, what, 6'4"? Probably weighs what about three twenty, and yeah. it ain't fat. No. Yeah, <laughs> let me put it's, it that it's way. It's the most like in shape three twenty I've ever seen. You got that? Yeah. Right. I don't think I'd want to piss him off. No, in in the world's strongest man competitions, the people that bend like the frying pans. Yes. that's what Officer Dave looks like. Yeah, that's is. right. <laughs> very good. Have you ever tried to bend a frying pan? Probably as a kid, because, oh, they make it look no. so easy. It must be. <laughs> exactly. I might would have been pissed if I did it. So. <laughs> you ruined everything. All right. Would you be angry if someone wore the same costume as you to a Halloween party? No. I, why would I give a rat's ass about that? Sounds like a Britney story. It is a Britney story. That is not, <clears throat> but I wouldn't be worried because I know I'd look better. Well, so there you go. See you right mm. there. Uh, Gen Z takes Halloween parties more seriously than millennials, according to new research. A survey of 1,000 Gen Z uh, and 1,000 millennials who celebrate Halloween revealed that uh, between the uh, scares and the snacks, 42% of Gen Zers take these parties very seriously. You don't take a Halloween party seriously, do you? Uh, the only Gen Zer here is AJ. <clears throat> eh, debatable. It depends on the day. But it said millennials, too. Yeah. Oh, I did. And I don't know. I don't really care about Halloween. I, I haven't been able to go to a Halloween party in years. Because I you usually, work? I usually work on, yeah. on Halloween nights. So. That makes sense. Overall, the three top elements for a great Halloween party include the costumes, 63%, the food, 61%, and the decorations, 50%. See, to me, I'd, I'd reverse that. The decorations is the most important part to me. Think of a rat's ass what you're dressed as, right? Yeah. Uh, when selecting a costume, respondents weigh, weigh in if it needs to coordinate with group costumes, 52%. If others will understand it, 51%. And whether or not the food will mess up uh, their makeup or face paint. Why does anyone care about any of this? You need to understand uh, my group costume is part of your group costume. And uh, I just... I, I'm very upset. Who cares if others understand your costume? Tom. Have what? You, when's the last time you dressed up as anything for Halloween? Probably about 25 years ago. And what was it? It was Dan Blocker who played Haas on Bonanza. <laughs> Had a big old giant cowboy hat that was huge. And who put you up to that? That would be Turtle Dove. Yeah, I thought mm -hmm. so. There's no doubt about it. Of course, she went as Lucy. Of course. So she looked absolutely stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. And then here I come. 
Hey, Dad, I'm coming home from the old ranch area. I bet people were dying laughing. I guess. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Go ahead, laugh at me all you want. Yeah, we used to throw Halloween parties every year. Really? At the yeah. uh, Golden Valley House or the other? No, it was when we lived out in Dayton. That's super fun. At L.A. Nick's current residence. What? I was going to ask, what was your favorite uh, costume member of the kids? Favorite? Co- I liked them all. Yeah. I, I do not have a favorite. I like, you know, Andy dressed up as a teenage mutant ninja turtle. Oh! I bet he was so excited. He was five years old, so that was good. It was 1991. That's when it snowed three feet. Yeah. So he's running as a turtle through the... And Alex was being carried around because she had just turned two. Yeah. And she was dressed up as a witch. Oh, little witch and turtle. Little witch and a little turtle. But no, I that kind of stuff, I just love it. I know. The one thing I will tell you, though, one of my favorite Halloween stories is... We would take the kids out trick or treating, right? So what we would do is take a bowl and fill it full of candy and just put it at the end of the driveway, so on a little table, yeah. So people could still come by. Lasted about one person. Of course. They stole the bowl and all the candy. The bowl too? <laughs> oh, they stole the bowl. Yeah. I'd be most mad about the bowl. <laughs> it's like Jesus. We use a giant bowl that I love yeah, for our yep, Halloween candy. Yep. Like it's massive, and I love that bowl. I would be irate. I'd be like, leave. The, I will put out more candy if you just leave the bowl. That sounds good. Uh, Go Go this year is um, I got a, a golden retriever costume because her favorite thing in the world is Murphy, our golden retriever. So mm. she's gonna be a oh fuzzy golden retriever. It'll be cute. Nothing wrong with fuzzy golden retrievers. I do miss that kind of stuff, dressing up for Halloween parties and all that. I've always loved Halloween. Do you know what Fawn and Sage and Ethan are going to be at all? I guarantee you that Fawn will be wearing a wig. Yeah, she does. She loves she to wear wigs on Halloween. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Who doesn't? She loves those wigs. I was like, look at this, bop, bop. I could see like her getting into the fake fingernails, too. Oh, yes. I could see her oh, doing yeah. that. No question about it. I just... Didn't you love Halloween? Remember they were talking about canceling Halloween there for a while. And many, many years ago when we moved out to the Dayton area, we put the kids in school. We found out the school wouldn't celebrate Halloween because it was an offensive holiday. Yeah. That was the last day they went to school there. Really? Goodbye. I mean, Halloween, you're you're offended by Halloween. It literally couldn't be less associated with anything. I couldn't agree more. Like, you can go as anything you want. You mm-hmm. walk around and ask for candy. It's like literally no, but you have no idea where anyone falls on anything. Right. At our daycare, they were like on actual Halloween. I think Halloween falls on a Tuesday this year. Yes, Correct. it does. They were like, hey, make sure you bring their <laughs> costumes. Don't worry, we'll put them in that. And that to me, is going to be the most exciting day oh, yeah. ever. Absolutely. Like, seeing pictures of her as a golden retriever and, like, whatever clown or this and that. You know, all these little things. I'm like, I'm going to die of happiness. You are not going to believe how much fun you're going to have. I'm so excited. And she's at that age, too. She has no idea what's going on. But when she gets like the her feet. Mother, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when she gets that, like, first knock on the door and someone gives her candy kind mm-hmm. of vibe, like, I feel like, She's going to be doing that for the next six months of her life. <laughs> Where does she go? She's across the street asking for candy again. It's like it's like February 3rd. <laughs> Trick or treat. Like, oh, what? payments here. I'm going to have to, like, give the neighbors all sorts of, like, healthy treats. Oh, yeah. It's like a mob mentality. Just like, I'm I want shaking you down mine. for candy. It'd be no, a I... shame if somebody didn't shovel your walk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I had two very negative experiences at Halloween. I love Halloween. I love trick-or-treating. You got held up. I got robbed yeah. oh, when what? I was in first grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah I Mike and that. I were walking along with our bag full of treats. We were almost home. Guy in full costume jumps out. Pulls a knife on two first graders. That's excessive. Okay, like, yeah, have you it's ever, a little over the top. Have you ever done say, like yeah. held a first grader's head back with your hand? That oh, works God, yeah. too. Yeah, That's actually does. very effective. Yep. But yeah, we got robbed. That one. And then God, what was the other one? It was just probably as oh, I turned eleven years old. Uh, seven days because I my birthday's on November seventh. Yeah. So I, I turned eleven years old. So I was still ten mm-hmm. with one week to go, and. Uh, um, and this may have happened to you, Devin, but I grew I grew up to about six feet tall when I was like 10, 11 years old. Yep. And then my voice dropped toward the end of that year. So I'm knocking on people's doors. There's a six foot guy sitting there going, trick or treat. Yeah. I was told to F off by more people than you could ever, because they thought I was like 20. I hate that. You know, I'm in a costume, so they don't know. Yeah, I hate that, though. Like, they, I don't care who you, how tall you are, how old you are. You're knocking on my door. You're getting candy. Like, so it should be. Because with, you're 10. You still I are know. holding on to, like, the one last time you get to go trick-or-treating. And it was. That was the last time I ever went. And you have to just give people. So, like, a lot of times when you're in that 10, 11-year-old age, you're like, I'm not going to trick-or-treat this year. You have that whole game plan of not <laughs> yeah, trick-or-treating because you're yeah. too old. Then last minute. You see everybody having fun. You go, I'm, I gotta go. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's why the mentality of just give them candy. I don't care if you're wearing your like literal sweatshirt and you roll up on my house. You want can't? You want to come knock on my door and ask for it? You got it. Love it. I love Halloween. Me too. Are there arguments against Halloween now because it's devil worship or any of that bullshit? I mean, there's always those arguments. I'm yeah. not a huge Halloween fan just because it's a lot of work for one day, and I'm like, it just doesn't do anything for me. You big baby. Yeah, you're real baby. <laughs> also, you go so hard for so many weird things. Like, yeah. you love a good onesie and Christmas. Right. Oh, I'll, you have, when, like, elaborate things in yeah. place, and you can't buy one. You can buy one costume you can wear it every year. No, that's not fun. Like, I'll participate if... <laughs> so you don't like it, but you'd also... <laughs> I'm I'm at a loss. So I can be passionate about Christmas, but not necessarily be a huge fan of Halloween. Like, it just doesn't do anything for me. Could you do me a favor? I'm sorry, Brittany. I didn't mean to offend you today. Can you go out one more time trick-or-treating? Sure. Just once more? Sure. I want it as a personal favor. Yep, and I'm going to dress like Rerun. No? 180 degrees. I want you to go trick-or-treating in white face. What do you think? Go as the white chicks characters. You know what? I see. You can back on board. We can both be the white chick characters. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. That'd yeah, be white funny. chicks was funny. It was very oh, funny. one of like, it the was very funny. Ever. <laughs> what, the, what were their names again? The Wayans. The Wayans brothers. brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Marlon and I forget what the other. I did too. I forgot his name. Marlon and the others. What are you pointing to that for? I we have a call at nine fifty, so I thought we'd go break. Why don't we go to break when I want to go to break? Right. Of course. Hey, first day she's back, she's pushing me around. Right. Already. She I wants know, to break up. The, the sheet says nine forty-five. Right on the sheet. I was just giving you a heads up. At the end of the day, you could do whatever. I was just remind you of the time. Disaster. Sean is the other brother, by the way. Sean. Yeah. Oh, Sean. Sean yeah, okay. I believe there's like four of them. Three of them. All right. Well, yeah. just because old Wino over there. Wine, like I drink wine no, now? No, W-H-I-N-O. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Wine, wine, wine. You gotta go to break. Yeah, I really Pipe care. down. 
All right, we will be right back. Desmond Child will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Tommy B for Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda, so the boys of summer are officially done. And it's time for root beer floats with kids after football or fall soccer practice. So to celebrate the Minnesota Twins' first time in a long time success in the playoffs, it might be time for some adult sweet beverages to toast our hometown team's try-try-again-till-you-win effort with an adult beverage made with delicious gluten-free Killebrew Root Beer. Might I recommend you consider this recipe for your Killebrew Root Beer Rum Creams? You just need three ingredients. It starts with black spiced rum, then add frothy cold Killebrew Root Beer next, a drop of Bailey's. Oh my gosh, you found October heaven in a glass. If you'd like to take in the fall colors, try the root beer and cream soda my family absolutely loves, 
Killebrew, of course. Head to killebrewrootbeer.com for your nearest store and pick up a six-pack or a case. Remember, Killebrew Root Beer Rum Creams. Herbie, you're up. Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Pick up a six-pack or case at your neighborhood Lunds and Byerly's grocery store. Tell them Herbie sent you. Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. 